This conference will now be recorded. So today is February 28th, 2023, the last day in February. And we are in the month of, or we, we are in the period of Pisces for those people who follow that kind of stuff. And I am a Pisces. So we are in my, my time, in my, in my zone. So how are you doing today, Jessica? I'm doing very well today, Rick. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, and I am so excited. I just uh, finished my Constant Contact uh, first seminar, and I have the full-blown Constant Contact um, feature as of yesterday, and you're going to love it. Just You're going to love it when I finally finish it. I should finish it in a couple of hours. Uh, what it's going to have, and this is a um, public broadcast, the digital networking session for today, February 28th website 321bizdev.com the networking link is 321bizdev.com slash networking and for members and attendees and i have three two members to add one's a cpa and another one is a person kind of like kind of like um like nicole but she is a practicing uh like i want to say nurse practitioner but it's a little different. I, I know I've known this person for two years, but I, and I know what their business does. I just need to get more information so I can be be clear on it. But they are a practicing sort of like a, a physician and a, also a nursing instructor, but not the same as Nicole. They, they do something different at the college. Um, but I'm excited about the constant contact part because the constant contact will give people visiting the website as well as people receiving a constant contact newsletter a listing of all the people who are members of the digital networking session and i've been working on it now for about three hours and i still have another two hours to put in but you're going to love it it's going to have your name jessica as the legal nurse consultant for the entire country and um, they can click on it and every time they they go to legal nurse consulting. It'll say all 50 states. Awesome. Now, do you do Canada? <laughs> <laughs> As, uh, no, not unless if it's over the border. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I say, I mean, the, the medical the medical situations are probably identical because I do have contacts in Canada. I'm getting ready to talk mm -hmm. to a Vancouver, British Columbia uh, attorney law firm. Then there's another. I think there is a sort of like um, uh, esthetician there in Toronto because okay. I've, I've interviewed a whole bunch of people over the, over the last three or four years and I have I have like I mean I have attorneys I need to add I just need to call them and let them know what I'm doing um, but so yeah so if medical records are just as vital to cases in Vancouver Alberta Saskatchewan, Ottawa, as they call it, Ottawa, <laughs> and and Toronto, and Montreal. Uh, so maybe you can get business out of there too. But you're gonna love the constant contact thing. I'm it's it's gonna be just awesome. But for today, on February 28th, we're gonna talk about your business. We're also going to talk about the executive sales topic will be how the homeless 
are actually very effective in their marketing, in their sales and marketing. And this may catch some people by surprise about the homeless, but they are very efficient and doing what they need to do to, to survive. And a lot of times small business owners don't look at um, their businesses as being in survival mode, but I think they should uh, when you look at business owners and what they say they want and the steps that they either take or don't take fully, the, the actions that they need to take or they don't take fully to get there. Um, so, so on your end, how's everything going for you and, and, you know, how do you see your business, especially over the next coming months, as we have talked about uh, the, not the change or this, the focus that Prestige Legal Nurse Consulting is almost doing the same thing as the attorneys. You, you know, with Prestige Legal Nurse Consulting, you want to help the consumers with their with their uh, cases, although you are not you're, you are not an attorney and you don't provide legal advice, your business provides an, an integral role in helping people achieve possible higher settlement. So how are you how are you starting to look at this now? I'm actually getting really well. I, I should say I, I'm actually very excited about uh, the future. I, you know, for a while there, to be completely honest and transparent, um, was growing less and less confident in how things were going to work out. Um, and then once you and I were able to kind of regroup, and we've been focusing on these different, you know. Uh, discussions and and different ways of marketing you know the the focus um, I've actually been much more excited I'm definitely gaining my confidence back in terms of um, you know the the potential success that can come from this um, but yeah I, I look forward to what lies ahead yeah, so do I. And, and and again, I've been I've been doing what I've been doing with the three two one biz. They have now going on, or fit, completing the eighth year, and I had immediate su success, you know, right out the gate because I was working with an insurance company, and uh, the the owner, he was having problems with uh, having only eight to ten insurance agents attend like a weekly training. And uh, the insurance uh, manager was saying, gosh, I need, he has like something like 60 agents in, in Northern California, but only eight were attending. And the reason why eight were only attending was because he was not helping the agents with the front end piece. And the front end piece is the, pros is the contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, the closing, and getting zero cost referrals. He was focusing on this is the product. This is how it works. Now, Joe, can you please stand up and do the same 45-minute presentation that I just did? And it was almost like, <laughs> Jessica, it was almost like, and do it the same way I did it with the same mannerisms, the same grunts, kind of like the same jokes. And 
you know, people couldn't do that. So people didn't show up. But I said, uh, insurance manager, he was actually the owner of the branch. I said, you know, your agents, your agents don't understand how to connect with people. And that's really what the problem is. I said, give me four weeks and I will see, we'll see what, what's going to happen. So he paid me a little money. So I sent out messages to the agents, letting them know that we're going to talk about the front end piece. What do you say to people? How do you sit down and have an appointment? What kind of conversations do you have at the appointment? How can you let the consumer be the focus of, of the appointment instead of the agent sitting down and saying, okay, I want, to, I want you to watch this 45 minute presentation. And at the very end, I'm going to ask you if you want to buy. And there's only a 7% probability that that will happen. So we started having this, this training every, every um, Wednesday, and it was 321 BizDev training, the same kind of things we talk about now. And slowly, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say slowly, but slowly, quickly, people started coming to the meeting. So we went from eight attendees to 40 in about three to four weeks because people started talking. They started saying, oh, we're not just talking about the product anymore. We're talking about the, the side of how to connect with people and what to say and, and how to uh, have professional appointments. And so there was, and then his, his, his uh, insurance applications started picking up, but then a tragedy happened. And, and Jessica, do you want to know what that tragedy is? Can you guess? Well, I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say that it was COVID. Nope, it wasn't COVID. This is back in 2014, 2015. Oh, I missed that part of it. Um, was that when the, um, Stock market crashed? Nope. I can't nope. remember. <laughs> well, I'll, t I'll tell you, and this is something that uh, a lot of people can relate to who've, who've been around people a long time. What it was, it was a person that used to dominate the Wednesday night meeting. And they would talk about their grandkids. They would talk about other issues not related to this insurance owner's business. Uh, the 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 agent did something different than what was being talked about or how uh, it, it didn't fit what the what the insurance owner was doing. Although this person was an agent in his office, she was doing something a little bit different that had nothing to do with moving products and services in his office. And she was uh, really connected with this guy. So this guy, instead of seeing, instead of continuing to see more agents come, more applications being submitted, the owner decided to go back to the old way. And when he went back to the old way, instead of having 40 to 50 people show up on Wednesday nights, it went back mm -hmm. down to eight. Yeah. It went back down to eight. So the, the, so the moral to this story is business owners typically want to, to know how to improve their business, but often the, the information is not available to them. And then sometimes the information is available, but business owners being who they are and having one of 16 different personalities, they say, I wanna do it my way or no way. 
and for people selling big ticket high priced items uh that that is that is very risky to uh push back push back on on processes that can help your business fortunate fortunate for me when i was in corporate america you know i was never one of those types of people that would say i don't want to know anything different because when you're working in corporate america you have you ha i mean i was managing something like 20 million dollars uh, 20 to 30 million dollars a month in accounts. In other words, if I did not service these accounts well, or if I did not add any new accounts uh, myself, 60 sales account executives, and for people who don't know, it's the sales department that uh, runs the company in terms of making sure employees have paychecks, you know, every two weeks. If sales in a company do not continue to stay steady and grow, what the companies do is they say, oh, we don't need 3,000 employees because we need to save money. So that's really my, my, uh, my background and my, my DNA when it comes to uh, working with small businesses. My first and foremost, I always wanna help small businesses be in a position to grow, and sometimes it's a, it's a crick, it's a not cricket path. Sometimes it's a, it's a wavy, narrow path, and it has obstacles in it. It has, you know, boulders in the middle of the, of the road. Uh, sometimes there's a cliff along the side of the road, and you just have to navigate and and um, and mitigate those 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 potential barriers to success. And so that's why I'm I'm excited that you're hanging in there because. I'll just tell you something else, um, and it's probably no secret to people who may listen to this this uh, this clip, this episode. Uh, a lot of people can't talk about their business. That's why I'm excited uh, that you looked at that you sent me your your mission statement. And what I want to do is just read it, um, read what the final what the final uh, mission statement. Is oh you can read it yeah please read it what we talked about and how what you decided to be your your mission statement when you talk to people or when you have uh, something online that you want people to know about Prestige Legal Nurse Consulting. Yes, yeah, so um, I really have been over the last couple of days trying to come up with something that is meaningful to not only myself, but to the consumers as well as the attorney clients. So, um, you know, reached out to you and together we kind of came up with, with something that I think is really good. So uh, the mission of Prestige Legal Nurse Consulting uh, is that we review consumer medical records to assist attorneys in delivering the highest cash settlements possible to injured clients. To me, that uh, really just rounds out exactly what I am there to do. Uh, I, I think in the process of all of that, um, everything else that I am able to provide, you know, to the consumer and to the attorney client uh, is is a win in and of itself, um, but but that mission in and of itself is really what I want to do. I want to make that positive impact. You know, 
creating um, and promoting positivity, uh, providing the the consumer uh, with the dignity that they deserve after such a you know tough and and ultimately life changing journey that they were you know that they had to embark on. Um, oftentimes not through any fault of their own. So that's the mission statement that we settled on, um, that I settled on, and I, I feel like that's um, what I'm most excited about to start, you know, marketing and promoting. Exactly, and, and I totally agree, agree with you. And just for listeners uh, who are paying attention to this, that mission statement drives like the message home to people who are who are looking at this even attorneys so even attorneys who may consider working with prestige legal nurse consultings consulting that's going to like uh send like a like a like a electric wave down their spine saying oh my gosh this is who we want to work with because consumers who encounter you know accidents malpractice hospice problems um you know, injuries, what they want. I mean, this is like, you know, when a person has this type of accident, it's almost like Super Bowl type uh, incident where, where all of a sudden, you know, life has changed from just being normal, going to work, being hanging out with the kids, uh, paying your bills. Then all of a sudden, boom, crash, some type of, you know, dog bite, slip and fall. And then their lives are potentially um, in an upheaval mode. Things are not normal. So these consumers, they want their lives to be back to normal. And if there is a defendant that caused their lives to, to be in this upheaval, these consumers, they want, they, want, they want the justice. They want the settlement. So I like how you initially wrote that you want the you want everything to be positive and you, you want justice for the consumer and that is the end result when a, a great attorney uh, is working with the injured party and they use prestige legal nurse consulting and your your medic your strong medical background uh, your medical records and your nursing history your trauma uh, experience working in a level one trauma center that's what they're, they're looking for the best settlement and they can get that best settlement if there's a like a, a strong medical component in this injury they can get that the consumers can get the relief the, the attorneys can get the win and that's what it's all about so i, I appreciate you uh being open-minded and and saying wait a minute you know how, how can i create a stronger mission statement so that when someone reads this it puts uh, a separation between you and other legal nurse consultants that we both know we see. <laughs> so I want to thank you for that. Sure. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, something that you said at the beginning of the call, um, you know, in, in working together and being being willing to, um, you know, remain open minded, um, that that is really key, you know, really. I don't come from a business background, never in a million years would have ever considered myself, you know, a, a business, a business nurse, I like to call it sometimes, um, you know, but 
but it, it does. You have to be open-minded. You have to be willing to adapt. Adaptability, especially in what I do, is so, so, so important. But another thing that I, I really like uh, that you said is that what I do is similar to do or uh, similar to what an attorney does. Um, and and there are many different differences in what we do. Obviously, I can't stand up in front of a courtroom and, you know, argue facts of this or that. You know, I would never pretend to be good at that aspect. But um, I can do the medical record review part. And right now, I get it. Resources are limited. Um, you know, really just trying to, we've talked in multiple podcasts before, um, you know, that that really they just, they want that paycheck for um, their clients ultimately. And then of course themselves, because, you know, they have a business and they need to make the money as well. But I can you know, much like them, they they figured it out. They know what they're doing. Um, they know the resources that they can go to, to a degree, um, to explain the medical record side of things and healthcare side. But you know, as the expert in those areas and in that realm, I can really add that additional knowledge and that additional education to get the very top dollar for. The compensation that the consumer, you know, deserves and and ultimately desires. Um, so so I like that you said we're similar. You know, like I said, very different, but but similar in that way. And through my expertise, it will free up their time to do, you know, other things and increase their productivity essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, attorneys use this word, and, I, and I'm not an attorney, but I've uh, had a lot of clients when I was in corporate America that that owned that were law firm uh, partners and and general managers, and I used to always hear this word in their conversation about discovery, and discovery typically means you're 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 asking a bunch of questions, you're 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 fact finding, and you're trying to find out all the details regarding a case, whether it be personal injury. Uh, workers' compensation, criminal. This this discovery phase is when all the all the all the things are put in front. You know, like the other side put some things on in front. If it's a criminal case, the uh, the plaintiff's attorney, you know, has information they're working on. So I see what you do as part of the fact finding. And if Prestige Legal Nurse Consulting identifies something in the medical records that is kind of like earth earth shattering like wow we didn't know this we didn't know that maybe a person that has this particular injury it may take them five to ten years to fully heal you know based on the type of injury maybe one injury that uh that that is considered that is considered standard might be okay you're going to be off of work for six months but Another type of injury based on your medical records review, and of course, when you review something, there's got to be other case studies that say, oh, this particular uh, injury or diagnosis lasts, I mean, the recovery from this diagnosis or injury lasts much longer than six months. It may be five years. Well, that's, that's fact-finding, and maybe the attorney that did not have access to a person like yourself 
may have just went with the six months version. And okay, well, we can only ask for six months worth of uh, of uh, you know of damages, maybe for some, and then other things. But now, the, re, the the attorney has the information that you have provided, based on case studies and your experience and and diagnosis and what's written in the medical records. Number one, now that attorney can say, oh, we have five years of losses where this person can't work. So I really see. I'll just tell you this, before I met you, I used to hear about uh, attorneys, you know, reaching settlements and I really didn't pay too much attention to it because uh, I didn't know. I didn't know there was something, we put it this way, I knew that some attorneys would go out, like if you watch old Perry Mason movies <laughs> or shows uh, or, you know, Columbo or even some of the recent ones like LA Law that, that, was, that were on like in the 80s or 90s. They were bringing these experts and these experts would talk and, you know, I didn't put one and one together and get, okay, now we're talking about a better settlement. But now that I've met you, I can see where an attorney could really use your expertise if they're willing to dig a little deeper and help their, uh, their, their client achieve a possible higher settlement. I, I really, am on board with that and i think every personal injury attorney slip and fall attorney uh, malpractice attorney your phone should be ringing off the hook and we're going to make that happen and let, so please chime in if you have any comment then i'll talk about how we're going to make that happen no i i think that would be awesome if we could you know make that happen um you know or or i should say when we make that happen um no, but but you're you're very right. Um, when you know, we've talked multiple times. Uh, I have just under 12 years experience in a uh, critical care unit, intensive care unit, and I did specialize in neurotrauma uh, and all types of traumatic and catastrophic injuries. And I truly have seen what injuries like that can do to a human being. Um, you know, and quite frankly, our bodies just aren't made to handle that type of impact. So when those things occur, you know, and you're seeing that, you know, and, and think about it, you know, somebody's in the hospital for, let's say a month at this point, every day that they lay in that hospital bed, that's another day that their muscles are getting weaker and weaker and weaker. And, you know, we do have physical therapy and occupational therapy typically going in to see these people, but you know, if it's a traumatic brain injury, they can't work with them because the the movement of their bodies could increase their intracranial pressures to the point where it's too dangerous. So, you know, having an expert like myself really being able to identify, okay, you know, this person went without any type of muscular movements, you know, real active range of motion to their muscles um, and, and ultimately their, their bone structure, you know, then you start worrying about weakness and that's adding more time to their outcome because you're needing more therapy at the end of it, um, more aggressive therapy. So these people aren't going to be discharged from a hospital and be able to go home and, you know, pick up right where they left off. That's just not logical and it's not, um, it's it's not going to happen. So really being able to break down, you know, that side of things. And I think it was last time we talked about, you know, the emotional and the psychosocial uh, injuries that come with 
really any life-changing situation. Um, you know, what is that going to entail? And a lot of times too, if I need to request, uh, you know, if we're working on a case and, and what's an example I can use? Let, so let's say we're, we're uh, working on perhaps a wrong, wrongful death case. And, um, you know, there's some things within the record that are missing that may point to somebody within the healthcare uh, system being negligent, uh, as in they didn't, you know, perform their job duties like they should have. Um, a, a really important thing for me to look at as well is who was on staff that day. And, and that's actually a really um, important thing to focus on too, I think, because all of these healthcare systems at this point are trying to save money and, and you know, not hiring staff and and or not hiring staff until it's too late and and the staff that's currently there are just forced to work in conditions that are just not safe you know but at the same time they don't want to abandon their patients and not do their jobs because then they're adding to that issue so you know rather than going after one particular person you got to really be looking at these health systems and who allowed that particular problem to occur and then continue. So, you know, adding that value to the case, um, you know, those are different things, uh, you know, the staffing assignments, uh, that's an important thing to sometimes look at. So there's many different variations and many different rabbit holes I could take us down um, in terms of any kind of case, but, that's what I really like about uh, the collaborative efforts of someone like myself with an attorney, because from really knowledgeable backgrounds, highly educated, you know, people like ourselves, we're going to challenge each other to look at, well, what about this aspect of it? You know, what about that aspect? And I feel like that's important because if you have somebody asking those questions, you may not think of that yourself. And so, you know, that's another way that you could add, um, you know, to the necessary and needed compensation for a particular consumer um, because all of it adds up and all of it ultimately is affecting them. So that's the bottom line. Wow, just that piece that you talked about, I think in future episodes, you should pick like, um, like you know, like examples of potential uh, medical issues that you can talk about, not, not cases of real people, but just things that you know, <clears throat> like when you mentioned the person that had a, a brain injury and their muscles uh, start to weaken, you know, over a 30 day period and longer. That right there, I said, I didn't know that. And see, and consumers may not have uh, known that, and the attorneys may not have known that. I mean, so just those pieces, those jewels, those nuggets that you're throwing out, I would say, you know, future episodes that we that we do, pick a certain like like diagnosis or maybe injury type, and maybe spend five to ten minutes explaining the ramifications and the the the, uh, degrade, the degradation of health that a person may experience if they have like, you know, this particular uh, diagnosis or particular injury. How does that sound, Jessica? 
That sounds awesome. Hey, it's what I did for you know nearly 12 years of my life. I could live it, breathe it, do it in my sleep. So <laughs> that's what we can talk about and, and see. And any consumer listening to this, they're going to say, we want Jessica. We want prestige legal nurse consulting. I mean, because I mean, that just blew me away. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's what happens when you start collaborating. You start um, two people start working together. We get to learn. Uh, things that maybe you are, I mean, you knew this, you know, this stuff like the back of your hand, but mm -hmm. I didn't. And I would say that 99% of consumers who have no uh, connection or past experience or affiliation with the healthcare system and medicine and nursing, they, what you just mentioned, probably no one ever knew. No one ever knew. So. And the so same goes for. You know, I, I do nothing about the marketing phase of owning a business or, you know, even prospecting, any of that kind of stuff. So, again, a collaboration. And you and I come from completely different backgrounds, um, you know, not even remotely similar economics and, and you know, um, science. I mean, it just there's so many variations of what we do, yet we collaborate really well and, you know, throw ideas and bounce ideas off of each other constantly and are constantly, you know, well, what about this? And, and just collaborating in that way. So I, you know, I think that's really important because if I can do that with, with, you know, someone like you and then, you know, other, other types of businesses, you know, I think that um, speaks volumes. Yes. So let's talk about the plan now that, now that the constant contact uh, program will be probably launched later on this afternoon. Okay, so what I have learned through talking with you and what I know about attorneys and what I see, uh, what their environment is like, and we talked a little about this. Number one, there must be an injury. If, if, if there were no injuries in our lives, then attorneys wouldn't have any business because there would be no cases to take to court. The second, there, there must be some type of damage for the attorney to perhaps look into pursuing. Number three, there must be some money available. Uh, so if there's if if there's money available, the insurance company is 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 a, is a, is, a, is, the, is the front person, in, and then the insurance company may say, "This is all the money that we have," or "This is all the money that we're going to pay." Then the attorney must say, "Well, is you know, are there any other monies out there that we can attach?" Okay, it could be wages, it could be assets, it could be, uh, you know, different types of things that the attorney can attach. So now that we know that, now we need to look at how can an attorney identify someone who has been injured? Well, I can tell you this right now, just looking, looking at what I have seen over the last couple of years with some attorneys, it's hit and miss. I mean, there's an accident happening right now, probably in every city, maybe multiple accidents. There's multiple things that are going on with uh, with malpractice. There's, pe there's people biting dogs. I'm sorry. <laughs> there are dogs biting people. <laughs> there are dogs biting people. Well, yeah, I'm in California, so there's probably a, there's probably a person biting a dog. I, I, you know, I'm just telling you. I've been there for 25 years. <laughs> There's probably at least one case where a person is biting a dog. Um, so, 
with all that said, we need and the attorneys need us because we're going to reach out to a bunch of people that have nothing to do with legal nurse consulting or the attorneys. But guess what? They experience stuff. They know people who, who experience stuff. Case in point, I had a good friend. She's also a nurse. She's from Kenya. Uh, know, knew her for a couple of years and then uh, kind of lost track of her. And then all of a sudden we saw each other. She goes, Rick, Rick, I need help. Something, my son got in trouble with something. And I need a, an attorney that I can call that I can get uh, my son some, some, some legal advice. So the, you know, the son you know, did something wrong. And uh, so I knew two attorneys. So I called an attorney that I knew. And sure enough, my friend took my recommendation and called the attorney in downtown Sacramento. Um, my attorney said, oh, how did you find me? Oh, Rick sent me. Oh, yeah, I had, I had lunch with Rick. Okay. So my attorney, well, not my attorney, the attorney that I knew talked with this lady and ended up settle, selling, settling the case the best that it could be settled, just to put it that way. It was, it was actually a very uh, positive outcome, depending on the circumstance. Now, if my friend did not know me, who I'm not an attorney, I don't deal with legal stuff, but I knew, I knew a few attorneys in Sacramento. If she had not contacted me, she would not have met the attorney. So that what that tells me is these attorneys in, involved in personal injury, uh, you know, dog bites, slips and falls, medical malpractice, uh, you know, all those type of things. These attorneys need to know regular people. And what is the best way to learn uh, to meet regular people? I'm not sure if it's social media, but I can tell you what, as we continue to build our constant contact, uh, you know, database with business owners and attendees, um, the attorneys should be on our team. <laughs> they should be, they should find out what we're doing because we are contacting people on a daily basis. That one more example to, to tell you, I have a client who's a 321 BizDev client in St. Petersburg, Florida. She called and said, hey, I need uh, my uh, uh, outdoor thing rescreen. It's called a, a lanai. Okay, I didn't know what a, a lanai was growing up in Florida, but I said, what is that? <laughs> she told me what it was. So I picked up the phone and called someone else that I knew that did like home renovations. And this person ended up was a, he did lanai rescreening. So of all the people that uh, could have helped my client, she called me for help, and I ended up referring her to someone that I knew in St. Petersburg to, to do it. So the point is there is power in the consumer referral. There's power in people knowing each other. In fact, I just, I just did a podcast episode last night, and it said, and the title of it was, Everyone Knows Someone Who Knows Someone. You see, and that's why I'm, I'm letting, you know, all small business owners know that if if you need business, there's probably someone who knows a business owner that they're not on social media. No one is like, you know, asking them. But as you build a, a, a network of people who are getting uh, constant contact emails at least twice a month, all of a sudden, if something pops up in their lives 
where someone needs a CPA, someone needs an attorney, someone says, oh, my friend had a bad accident and I'm not sure what attorney to call. Well, all of a sudden they know that Jessica Macho at Legal Nurse Consulting reviews medical records. Wait a minute, before I call the attorney, let's see what Jessica thinks. And Jessica, you know, talks to the person and, you know, Jessica is not an attorney, but Jessica listens and says, you know what? I know some, I know an attorney who could perhaps help you. That attorney just got a referral that maybe 10,000, well, let's say 500 other attorneys did not get. They did not get that referral. And so moving forward, uh, I, I believe what we're going to do, and I, this is what we're going to do, is that when we contact attorneys, we're going we're going to ask them to say, okay, so if you want to work with us, you got to work with Jessica. You got to work with Jessica because, you know, if Jessica in three two one Biz Dev can refer two people to an attorney per year, that's two more cases that 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 attorney did not. Uh, that, that's two more cases the attorney received outside of their own efforts. What do you think about that, Jessica? I think that's great. And, um, you know, just to kind of add a little bit to that, I have three consumers right now that have actually that that things are currently actively working out that exact way. Um, the consumer reached out to me. They saw some of my trauma facts that I, you know, had been posting on social media, things like that, reached out to me, gave me the background information of their stories. And I said, you know what, I'd love to help you find the right person for you. Reached out to attorneys that I found through networking. Um, I, I love to network and, you know, meet new people and learn new things about people. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, area of focus. Um, and yeah, I mean, you're right, because these three uh, consumers who are now in talks with attorneys, the, that's three people that, you know, 500 other attorneys did not get because of not, you know, me not knowing that they exist or, or that they're out there or, you know, whatever the situation may be. So yeah, it's very true um you know and uh networking is key it's actually funny because i'm very much a social person uh when we go anywhere really um you know i just like to to meet new people and my husband doesn't like he's very much of an introvert um and we're just complete opposites of each other um when it comes to that and he's always like you're always talking to people you're always you know da 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 i'm like you got to network cuz you never know who's who <laughs> and you never know if you're going to need them at some point in your future so um yeah networking is awesome i i love it yeah so that's the plan and that's the plan that will work so i have a list of attorneys to to talk to about that arrangement and uh, i think the response is going to be overwhelmingly positive because again you know these accident injury cases they're not like like uh like fruit falling off the trees when they're ripe and and there's just like you know the fruit all over the the, the lawns and, and the backyard and in the fields these cases do not happen like all the time and and you know and i i, I give attorneys 
uh, personal injury attorneys, a lot of uh, faith for hanging in there because these cases are not that common when you think about it. They're, they're not as common. They don't happen like, you know, 20 a day, 100 a day, and, and, and the attorney is right there to, to, to talk to that injured party. Uh, it may be days or weeks before the, the attorney learns about an accident, and by that time, another attorney already is working on the case. So I want to thank you for that. I want to move on to our, our uh, executive sales topic, which is the homeless, homeless people. So can you see my screen? Yes, I can. All right. So I guess about four years ago, I was working on some things and I was, I was looking at, this is when I started talking about the sales funnel. And I was looking around and I'm a very observant person. When I'm out and about, I look at things that other people perhaps don't, don't uh, look at, mainly because I'm a combat veteran. So my mind is always looking at <laughs> my surroundings. <laughs> and uh, so I'm always looking at, at things. So I started noticing, I started looking at homeless people and I started checking out what they do. And I actually know two or three homeless people that, I, that I've seen over the last you know, 10 years. They're, they're still out there. I, I slide them five or 10 bucks just because I know who they are. And some of them, I know how they got into their situation. Not all of it is drugs. And so I, I started you know, watching what they do. And here in California, uh, unfortunately, there are a lot of homeless people. And so when I see them, I kind of like watching when I'm driving by or if I'm sitting down, you know, maybe having some coffee, I see them standing on the corner. And it dawned on me that these homeless people are putting it all on the line. Okay, yeah, they're panhandling, they're asking for money. Like this guy that you see, he's looking for spare change. But you know what they're doing? They're doing the toughest part of a business which is contacting and prospecting. I don't care what your business is. You can be an attorney, CPA, dentist, plastic surgeon, insurance broker, real estate broker, legal nurse consultant, professional tutor, general contractor. Contacting and prospecting are the most important things because if you don't contact and prospect, you don't have anyone to talk to. You don't have anyone to meet with so you can sit down at an appointment. So when I looked at these homeless people, I said, yeah, are they afraid to do what they do? Probably. Are they, you know, is there, are there, is the, is the ego crushed because whatever situation they're in now, they don't want to be in that situation, but are they out doing something that most people would be embarrassed to do? The answer is yes. And then the conclusion, are they doing it? The answer is yes. So I know homeless people that probably get 20, 30, 40 bucks a day from, from panhandling or asking people for money, you know, standing on a corner in busy intersections here in California where the uh, lo local law enforcement and California Highway Patrol will tell these people, hey, you gotta, you can't do that. So they leave and they come back five minutes later. <laughs> but <laughs> the point is, is that they are doing it. So they get their 30, 40 bucks a day. Now here's the part that's very interesting about this homeless 
a situation with how what these people are doing. They contact, they prospect, they get the money, and they're done. There is no appointment. There is no closing. In other words, they do everything in one step. So when someone hands them a dollar or five dollars on the corner, they have completed everything in the sales funnel in one shot. And I think that's that's to, to me that's astounding. And it shows that if they can do it and, and be at the lowest levels of their lives in some cases, then the rest of us who have, you know, roofs over our head, uh, some of us are educated, we have certifications, we have degrees, we can make a hell of a lot more money than a dollar or five dollars per transaction. Then we need, everyone needs to uh, suck it in. When I say suck it in, I don't mean like just go out there and, and, uh, and, and run your business uh, recklessly. I'm talking about using a system like 321 BizDev, uh, selling without appearing to sell system. So business owners can methodically do what these people are doing it or doing, but do it in a way that's uh, that's a professional and the consumers are willing to do business with us. So when I I wanted to do this podcast episode like this for a long time, but based on what I'm seeing out there. A lot of business owners wouldn't do what this guy is doing, but at the same time, they have a business where each transaction is a thousand dollars, three, four, five thousand dollars each. So that's one of the one of the reasons why I started three two one BizDev because I know there's a void in this front end piece uh, where business owners can improve their lives, they can improve their businesses, but they have to make a decision and say to themselves, what am I willing to do to grow my business? And if small business owners can do what this guy is doing, but at a, at a, at a more professional level on a different stage, more comfortable um, stage where you don't have to stand out in the corner, then anyone can grow their business. So Jessica, what do you think about that? I was very intrigued to hear what you were going to say about, you know, how homeless people, uh, you know, are are beneficial, really. And as you were explaining that, I'm think I'm I'm sitting here thinking, oh my God, you're totally right. Like they are out there doing absolutely everything that needs to be done, you know, as a business owner, and admittedly. Uh, you know, it's definitely one of my, I don't, I don't necessarily, I guess, want to call it a weakness, but I'm not the strongest person at, you know, just picking up the phone and, you know, starting to talk to somebody and letting them know what I can do. So still learning that aspect of it, but to think about a homeless person, you know, doing that without even thinking about it puts a lot of perspective into the situation. Yes, it so does. Like and, when, and when, and when I was, you know, at the mid stage of growing my business, this is when I saw this, this in my face. And I said, man, who am I to like complain about not willing to call, not wanting to call someone or not willing to put myself out there to, to face some type of rejection, which I don't really, the rejection part doesn't even bother me anymore. In fact, if you use a good sales system, 
people don't really get upset. They basically say, hey, I'm not interested or, hey, call me back later or I'm fine. You know, when you use a sales system, people's, so if you use a professional sales system, the response you get back, even though it's not the response that you want to hear, like, yes, I'm ready to go, the response is also professional. So you got any closing comments and please leave your contact information like you always do. And I will say, as we do future episodes, um, maybe have five or 10 minutes where you talk about a certain uh, medical issue, uh, something that you've seen and where you can walk uh, consumers and attorneys, let them know that they need to call you. Yeah, I look forward to that very much. Um, I think that'll be a great uh, topic on some of the calls that we do. So I look forward to that for sure. Um, otherwise, though, to reach out to me, uh, you can contact me directly via phone at 814-330-3847. Otherwise, uh, check out my website, uh, prestigelegalnurseconsulting.com. That has all of my contact information on there as well. I'm on all forms of social media as well, all but Twitter. It's the only thing I'm not on. Um, or email me at jessica.macho, M-A-T-C-H-O, at prestigelegalnurseconsulting.com. All right, perfect. And thank you, Jessica. And my name is Rick Napier, the CEO at 321BizDev LLC. Website again is 321BizDev.com. And we also can do a sales system training and business development services in Spanish. And that's through Jaylene Rodriguez. Her telephone number is 754-600-9997. And my business line is 415-413-0900. And we welcome people who are who just want to attend uh, these digital networking sessions. Please sign up on my website. If you happen to receive a, a constant contact letter, uh, please forward it to your friends. We're built. We're we are building the best digital networking platform that has ever existed to really be meaningful to both the consumers and the small business owners. So take care and make it a great day. Bye, Jessica. All right. We'll see you later.